In today's show, we're looking at players who might be buy lows. We're looking at players who might be sell highs. We're also looking at Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and to stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't want or need, and you can even negotiate better deals on those that you want to keep. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're going to do buy lows and sell highs. A couple of in, uh, news things that i just get to now. We will elaborate on these on the Daily Recap Show. Michael Porter Jr., out for the season. That's shithouse. Obviously, Jeff Green is a fringe ad. Um, Paddy Mills. Looks like he might be a long-term starter for the Nets with Joe Harris undergoing ankle surgery. We're going to talk about Mills more in this show. Kemba Walker, out of the rotation in New York. Drop him, which we've been saying for about the last week. Add Alec Burks, which we've also been saying for the last week. And I think quickly, actually, I don't, I don't think Thibodeau replaces Walker necessarily in the rotation. I reckon he just runs one man fewer. Maybe he gives like 10 minutes to Quentin Grimes or something like that. But I just think more minutes for Burks, for Rose, and for Quickly. Um, so Quickly might become a 12-team league player as well. But Burks is definitely your ad there. And then we'll see what happens with Quickly. So they're probably the three major news things. I just want to get a quick um, hit on those right now. And we'll elaborate more on that later on in the daily recap show. I'm sure we'll also talk about it in the pregame show as well. All right, so let's talk... Some sell high options. And what are we talking about here? Don't just trade these guys away. That doesn't mean get rid of them at all costs. I mean, see if you can extract some value. If you can't, oh well, enjoy it. Write it out. Deal with it. Love what you're getting. Maybe it sticks, maybe it doesn't. Right? That is what buy lows and sell highs are about. It doesn't mean must acquire or must get rid of. Doesn't mean that at all. And I think having that mindset, and I know most of you will have that mindset, but there's always new people coming. Don't look at these as players that you have to get rid of. You don't have to get rid of them, but you might be able to. Let's start in Chicago. So I've been doing these with a couple of different formats. Um, Previously, I was just like, these are a bunch of trades that went through for this player. And then I went through some statistical things and I'm trying to merge those two things together now. So let me know what you think about this format now. We're always trying to improve here at Locked On Fantasy Basketball, the big improvers. All right, Tamara Rosen. He's the 16th ranked player. Now, all of these rankings at the top of the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, the two numbers, the first number is the ranking over the last two weeks on a per game basis for category leagues. The second number is the ranking over the last two weeks for Yahoo points leagues. So DeRozan's the 16th ranked player for the last two weeks in categories and 26th in points leagues. His most recent one-for-one trade, and I tried to find the most recent one-for-one trade that I could see, um, he was traded for Fred Van Vliet. To me, that is a real sell high. Now, DeRozan has been great this season. There are a couple of things where I look at what he's doing and think, maybe not. Maybe this can't maintain. You know, 16th is great. And to be, to be honest, he's the 14th ranked player this season. I don't think he finishes there. I think that from here on out, he's maybe top 35, top 40. 
96% from the free throw line, we talk about percentages all the time. And you know what I'm going to say? They are multipliers. They are two category multipliers. You go from 96 down to 87, still an awesome number. Then you lose free throw percentage. You move from being the absolute best in that category to maybe a top 10 guy, which is still great, but it loses value. And then you lose points. If you miss an extra one free throw per game, you lose one point per game. So you lose your points. So I think that's key to watch. He's a great free throw shooter. He's an 86-87 guy. He's not a 96% free throw shooter. I think he's missed one free throw in the last two weeks, maybe two. Right, that's going to drop off. Everything else, 25, 4.5, 4.5 with the steal, that's all pretty normal. But the 96 goes to 86. The 25 points goes to 23 points. The 31 usage goes to 28 usage with Vooch back full-time now. Yeah, there is some sell-high ability, I think, here with DeRozan, especially when you pair it with recent form and season-long form, where you look at a couple of things that he's got, I don't think this is going to be um, maintainable. And that's how I like to look at these things. I mentioned Paddy Mills for good reason, because I'm going to talk about him right now. He is the 52nd-ranked player in category leagues over the last two weeks. He is the 118th ranked player in points leagues over the last two weeks. 52nd is sick. Like, that is awesome. And he is going to continue to start for minimum four weeks. Harris is out four to eight weeks. Maybe it's eight weeks. I, I've floated this idea about two or three times already. I can't remember if it was on podcasts or if it was on my writing on Basketball Monster. I don't know. But I know I've mentioned this multiple times that I think he will continue to start uh, when Harris comes back. Or there is a possibility of that. Now, I think it is almost like an 80% chance Mills continues to start this season. So the minutes have been high, like 33 or 34 a night. That's been really high. But what is really fueling him... Actually, we'll get to that in a second. Um, recent trade, traded with Jordan Clarkson for Draymond Green. Now, obviously, Clarkson and Mills are very different players for Green, but Green is by far the better fantasy player. Mills' last two weeks are fueled by the following numbers. 56.3% field goals. 53% three-pointers. Now, I said at the start of the year, Paddy Mills wouldn't shoot 100% from three. I was right on that. But he is a 50% three-point shooter this season. And he's at over 53 over the last two weeks. And he's shooting, unbelievably, 69% on his twos. Giggity. I 100% guarantee you that at some point, Paddy Mills will not remain a 50% three-point shooter. And we talk about double multipliers for percentage categories. Three-point percentage is a triple multiplier. It improves your field goal percentage, it improves your points, and it improves your three-pointers made. So that goes down from 53% to a very good 41%, and he loses probably 70 ranking spots. Bang, straight away. Maybe more. Because he's getting like no rebounds, no assists. He doesn't get steals. He's not high usage. He's getting by on insane shooting. And he is a legend, a legendary shooter. He is great. Nobody is this good. Literally nobody is this good. And he won't maintain this. Even if he maintains 31 minutes a night, he will not maintain that level of shooting. And I feel really good about um, predicting that. And that's not going out on a limb at all to say this bloke won't be a 56% or 53% three-point shooter. But people don't often dig into that. They'll just say, well, look at him. He's killing it. No Joe Harris, 52nd round player. Bang, Patty Mills. Love it. That's what you should be looking at, at, at doing is, is trading away before those numbers get not found out, but before things fall away for Patrick Mills. I do have to tell you right now about Truebill. Do you know why your free trials renew without your consent? Because big business, they're out to scam you. They're greedy corporations pocketing your money. Jesus, 
download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want, or that you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 bucks a year for Truebill. That's amazing, 720 bucks a year, Jesus. How many, uh, how many built bars and uh, cheeses can you buy with that? Um, companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. So Truebill, they just slide right in there and they just say, no, 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 no. We're going to make it incredibly simple. We just link the accounts and Truebill, they cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel those unwanted subscriptions so that you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helped them save over 100 million bucks. It's a lot of subscriptions that uh, someone may have had. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Okay, next bloke we're going to look at. Terry Rogier. Terry Rogier is rocking at the moment. And I don't know why I said rocking like that. I didn't mean to. I was going to say rolling and rocking and merge them together and it sounded stupid. He is rolling or rocking, however you want to use that term, uh, at the moment. Really putting up good numbers. His most recent trade that I could see, I couldn't see a real one-for-one one there, but he was traded with um, Scotty Barnes for Jason Tatum. That's theft. That's real theft. And I know Jason Tatum shot negative 24% yesterday. That is theft. Rogier was a guy I was worried about this season dropping off, and when he came back from his ankle injury... He wasn't shooting well because he shot like a career best two point percentage by like nine percentage points last season. So there's no way that'll continue. And then somehow it is. He is cranking 56% on twos. That is an insane number. I don't think, like he was two years ago, 42% on twos. 56 is so high. Look, that is center type numbers or Giannis type numbers, maybe. That's a really, really big number. I really don't expect that percentage to be able to stick. So even if that comes down to a really good 50% or a subpar 44%, 45%, it is a gigantic drop. He's also averaging 1.7 steals, which we know while percentages are multi-category category influences, steals are one of the biggest rank influences out there. If you go from 1.1 steals to 1.4 steals, you can jump 25 spots just like that. You get to 1.7 steals, then it probably elevates your 30 spots. All right, you go from 1.7 down to 1.3, still a solid number, and then you are not a top 30 player, you're not a top 50 player, you might not be a top 60. So those two things are really keeping Rogier afloat at the moment. Let's go to Cleveland now and talk about Jarrett Allen. He's the 33rd ranked player over the last two weeks. He's 24th in points leagues. That's pretty insane. He is averaging 21 points per game. 21 points per game for Jarrett Allen. Can you believe that? That's some bullshit right there. And under 20% usage. He was traded straight up for DeMontis Sabonis. And I look at that and I go, I know Sabonis has been struggling. That's almost the perfect execution of a buy low, sell high. Allen's been really good, but he's doing this on th- in 37 minutes a game. Most of these last two weeks without Evan Mobley, some of it without Kevin Love, and some of it without Lowry Markkinen. He's shooting 71% from the field. Now, the bloke's not a shooter, so these are a lot of dunks and putbacks, but 71 is still really high. You expect these guys to be more 64, 65. Six percentage points is still six percentage points. He's hitting 73% from the line. He's had struggles there before, so that could obviously drop off. But 37 minutes, 21 points, 71%. I think all of those drop 
maybe to 34 minutes, maybe to 16 points, maybe to 65%. And then he's the 70th best player. And while Sabonis is on the other end of things, you know, you're switching those two guys over, I do think uh, I do think that works um, pretty well in terms of a buy low, sell high trade that somebody was able to execute. Let's go to this bloke. Nice, Gary! Gary Trent Jr. Now, he's currently out with this calf injury. He's doubtful with this calf injury. It's not going to cost him too much time, but it is important to have a look here. He's the 49th ranked player over the last two weeks, 81st in points leagues. Now, famously, maybe not famously because I'm not famous, but I did say that I didn't think Gary Trent was worth it in 12-team leagues, and he's proved me wrong pretty clearly. And the encouraging thing I look at here from, from Trenner is that over the last two weeks, he's only averaging one steal per game. So those three steals per game, they have dropped off, but he's maintaining high numbers. He's actually ahead of his season rank these last two, number, two weeks. He's 54th for the year, 49th now. He was traded straight up for CJ McCollum. I, and you're going to see CJ McCollum's name appear a lot on this show. He just seems to be the most traded man in the world. But he was traded straight up for CJ. So how is Trenner doing this? Hasn't missed a free throw in the last six games on about 16 or 17 attempts. That's awesome. He's a good free throw shooter. He's not that good. All right, so there's going to be a drop off there. That is, again, it's a percentage multiplier. It is his number one category over the last two weeks. So when your number one category is a number which literally cannot sustain 100% shooting, um, unless you're Tony Snell, you know there's going to be drop off. He's hitting 42% of his threes. His second best category is his three-pointers made. So that's going to fall off, 3.3 triples per game. His third best category is his points at 0.95. And the fact that he's hitting his threes at that level means that his field goal is not a disaster. Now, Trent is probably going to remain 12-team because Nick Nurse is resting, uh, relying upon him for huge minutes. And it's impressive that he's doing this while his steals have dropped. But there are still things here which are not, I don't think, going... Look, he could remain a 42% three-point shooter. It is possible. I don't think he will, but he could. 100% from the line, no way. And that is his best category. You go from 100% on you know, 2.7 attempts per game, which is where he currently is. I'm just looking for an equivalent there. Um, yeah, his Z score in that category was his best number. I'm just trying to bring that up now. 1.8 in that area. But if he goes down, to example, to um, 80% on the same attempts, that's actually like zero value. And that just drops him 40 spots right there. And eight, maybe he is an 80% guy. Maybe he's higher than 80%. Maybe he is, let's have a look, a 86% shooter. Yeah, the value is gone from 1.8 as a Z score in that category to 0.6. So it's cut in, cut in three. It's a third. Just from going from 100 down to 86, which is still really good. That just shows you how much that is influencing his numbers. I think that is important to note. It's also important to note that BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. BetOnline is your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile site and sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Something interesting, which you guys won't find interesting at all when doing the bet online read. It says, yeah, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. But for us in Australia, that grammar sounds horrific. So I would say to bet on all your favorite sports. You say bet your sports, we say bet on. And I don't know why, but saying bet your favorite sports sounds stupid to me. So I don't say it. 
There you go. Sorry, bet online. Deal with it. Let's go on to some buy low players. Bam, 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 bam. All right, he's been shit house. There's no other way to say that. He's been dreadful. The 226th ranked player over the last two weeks, Bam Adebayo, he's 60th for the season. What's going on with this bloke? He was another player who was traded straight up for CJ McCollum. He's 82nd in points leagues over this time. What is going on? Why is he this bad? Well, there are two huge, huge things. He has not blocked a single... Kids, cover him. He has not blocked a single fucking shot for two weeks. He's a center. Block some shots, my guy. People look at Bam and think he is this great rim protector. He is not. Um, he is a good defender, but he is not a shot blocker at all, right? But block a shot, man. He's averaging 15 and 7 with under four assists. We know the assists are never coming back. We know that. The steals are at 0.6. That's rough. And now, for a guy that improved to like high 70s in free throws, he decided to tank our free throws by hitting 56% of them. That's pretty rough. But he's much better than this. He's much better, I think, even than the 60th ranked player who he is for the season. I think, yeah, we're talking top 35, top 40 at worst. So it is time, I think, where you can pounce on Bam Bam. Spencer Dinwiddie, 148th over the last two weeks, 129th in points leagues. Now, I was down on Dinwiddie at the start of the season. He was a real bust player for me. When looking at some places had him ranked, I think ESPN had him ranked 50th. Yahoo had him maybe 80th. And I was like, no, I'd like to take him in the 110 range. All right? He's actually 89th for the season. There was some outliers early on that did bump that up. But at the moment, 148th over the last two weeks, 129th in points leagues. Points leagues, I thought he could be top 70. He was traded straight up for Ivica Zubats. Now, I think that's a great buy because I think Zubats is actually trending down pretty quickly at the moment, and we'll see where he ends up. But I, with the three centers that they're running in, in uh, LA, I think he's trending down. Why is Dinwiddie this low? Now, he's never been a good steals guy at all, but 0.3 steals is embarrassingly bad over six games. That's two steals in six games. That number's going to improve. Under five assists as well, that'll improve. Under 20% usage, well, that's just weird. I don't know what's going on there. Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell are jacking shots. And he's shooting 34.4%. Now, one of the reasons that I didn't like him as a fantasy player this year is he's a bad percentage guy. Poor three-point shooter, poor field goal guy, uh, very low rebounds, very low threes, very low steals. Like just a, a, a Keldon Johnson in point guard form. But he's not this bad. Like the percentages are going to improve. He's going to get more than one steal every three games, I, I hope. Um, yeah, he's, he's going to average more than 12 points is going to get more than 20% usage. I think there is a big step up coming for Spence. Let's go to OKC and talk about Shea Gildas-Alexander. He's the 158th ranked player over the last two weeks for Category League, 62nd in points leagues. He was straight traded straight up for a bloke we're going to talk about in a second. It's Vosevich. It's One of the rare buy-low for buy-low deals. Um, Shea's struggling. He's dealing with some ankle problems, but he has returned from that. The minutes are fine, 35 and up, but averaging 14 points. 14? Why? Well, here you go. Really easy. 31% from the field. Last year, remember how efficient he was, like 48 from the field. 19% from three. Now, you can say he's not a 39, 40% three-point shooter. He's not a 19% three-point shooter. And he's also at 73 from the line. So all of those things are making me look at Shea and go, well, that's shit ass. That is obviously dreadful. That is a true shooting of 40.5%. Jalen Green actually looks down at that number. That's how bad it is. 
There is gigantic, gigantic room for improvement here. This 31 field goal can easily hit 46. The free throws can hit 88. The three-pointers can hit 40. Like these, we're talking gigantic jumps, which is going to take him from 158th to 40th or, or 35th or you know whatever number you want. There is so much room for Shea to improve here. And it is absolutely as clear as dog's balls why it's so bad. But it's only as clear as dog's balls if you know where to look. And not everyone knows where to look. They'll just look and go, kids, again, cover your ears. Fuck this guy. They're going to fucking sit him and they're going to tank him and the bloody thunder. This guy's shit house. He's killing me. Why is he averaging 14 points when they're looking at it? And they don't see why. And people react to that stuff really viscerally, especially if he had a shit game in the last two days of a week to cost a matchup. Right? And that means you can extract value there. Now, I said he was traded straight up for Vooch. Well, let's look at Vooch, who is also a buy low player. Now, Vucevic's usage is shocking at the moment in Chicago. It's not looking good. Um, I don't necessarily think that's coming back. 135th over the last two weeks, 37th in points leagues. He was traded straight up for CJ McCollum, another one. Now, Vooch is not a top 20 player. I don't think he's going back to that. But 42% from the field, why is this man a center trying to make himself into Andre Drummond as a center? Hit some shots, mate. Everything is way off. He looks completely out of whack with his lack of usage. And maybe that fixes. But I don't think it's going back to where he was last year. And remember, last year was a massive outlier for Vooch. He had literally never been that good before. Never. But he's not this bad. He's not 42% shooting. He, in the three games back from since COVID, is hitting 29% of his free throws. 29. Are you kidding? 29. I, I could hit 29%. I'm very confident of that. He's also hitting just 25% of his threes. That's shocking. He is 72nd this season. I think top 50 for him will come, not top 20 or top 30, um, but that's shocking. And then another bloke who's just back from injury, but again, I, I base this not on, well, just look at the numbers because I had people ask me, hey, I'm worried about Jalen Brown, man. I, I need to trade him. If the injuries are bothering me, is he ever going to be good again? I've had people say this to me, multiple people. So... I you have to include this. He's 134th over the last two weeks, 108th in points leagues. He was traded straight up for Toby Harris. I think Brown is going to be back and better than Toby Harris. He's shooting just 42% from the field. He is way more efficient than that. It's not just about the 25 minutes a game he's playing. And also just 1.5 assists per game in those 25 minutes. So those two things, the all those three things, the minutes for Jalen need to improve and they will. The field goal percentage is going to improve. And the assists are going to... He's not going to be averaging seven assists, but he's going to average more than 1.5. I feel pretty good about saying that. And that'll do it for me in this buy low show. I'll be back later on. What to watch for show. Pre-game show. Daily recap show. It's all coming up. Lots for us to talk about. So follow this podcast and you'll never miss an episode. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Make sure you're also checking out the Locked On Bets podcast for the best betting action you can find. And I'm on YouTube. If you are watching, you know that. Why don't you shove your thumbs right up? Chuck them in the middle. Drop your comments down below. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.